Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. And in this podcast, we'll be talking about the theme of escape, the subject of escape, told through the lens of two recent movies, uh, one of which I saw a couple years ago and another one that I saw just a few days ago. But they both deal with the same theme in some way of, of escape, and I thought it was a good way to tie these two movies together in that way. And um, I've written a lot of articles recently on my site, which you've probably noticed, dealing with the subject of explorers and travelers. And I've always been really interested in the exploits of of great uh, intrepid travelers and discoverers, because I think that their spirit really is something that we really need more than ever in the, the modern world more than ever. It really encapsulates that masculine spirit of, of, of adventure, the need to break through barriers, the need to overcome obstacles, the need to uh, push through boundaries. But there's a subset of the idea of travel and discovery. And that subset of that larger category is escape. Escape, the idea that we can break out of our confines the idea that we can burst through our fetters, we can break our chains and release ourselves on the world and find new vistas and find new worlds to live in. I've always found that that uh, that subject very enticing, very exciting. And when you really study the lives of many of these uh, well-known explorers and travelers, you find that they, they have a restlessness in common. They needed to break out of their uh, their confinements. They needed a way to escape something, whether it's a, a bad childhood, a bad upbringing, uh, maybe personality issues, physical issues. We don't know. They were escaping from something. You know, the most recent article I wrote about was um, John Ledyard. And he grew up essentially without a father figure. And he compensated for his lack of direction maybe in life by uh, a life of just unblemished adventure. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we can't judge that. We, we have to only celebrate that because we need people like this in the world to push through barriers, to overcome obstacles. And we can also incorporate this spirit in our own lives in many different ways. But in any case, that's a topic that we've talked about before here. Let's get get back to our major theme here, which is the subject of escape told through two movies. Well, what are the movies? Well, the first one is a Spanish film. And, you know, I've had such good luck over the years with Spanish movies. I don't know what it is about their cinema. They've really done so many good movies, dramas, science fiction, horror, thrillers, and... You know, people can say whatever they want about Spain, but uh, a lot of great movies are coming out of Spain. A lot of great ones. France, too. And England. I mean, they're, they're, every, every country contributes in its own way. But I've really had good luck with Spanish movies. Well, this, this film is called, in English, the English title was The Last Days. And the Spanish title was uh, Los Últimos Días. Los Últimos Días. And this was a Spanish film directed by uh, David and Alex Pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R. came out in 2013. 
and it has a very very intriguing premise and the premise of the movie it's it's a science fiction survival escape type of uh, film but the premise of the movie is very very interesting it's that the world is gripped by this panic it's called the panic and it's um uh, suddenly people around the world are unable to leave indoors. They, they can't go out into the open. They, they're, they're, they feel trapped uh, inside the buildings that they're living in, the houses. They, they literally cannot leave uh, shelter. And if they go out into the open air, the open sunlight, they become afflicted by seizures. They actually die of heart attacks or uh, disorders. But it's a very strange and it, it sounds ridiculous, but the way it's presented, it's very, very convincing. Very convincing. And, you know, you can imagine something like this possibly happening. Something like this happening in the not-too-distant future when people become so unable to unplug from the steel and glass matrix that we've built for ourselves. That people become so plugged in they can't leave it. They become dependent on it. And if they try to leave it, they become afflicted by agoraphobia. And maybe that's what the director's intention was. Maybe this, the premise of the movie is meant to be a, an analogy for the modern living conditions that we find ourselves in. But, uh, but who knows? In any case, that's the premise. But the story soon focuses on the exploits of two guys who are start out as enemies at work. They're two guys that work in, in the same building. And they are trying to get from one place to another place to meet up with their loved ones. And they're using the subway systems to, to do that. And the movie recounts all of their various adventures in, in uh, trying to get from point A to point B. And what seems like an easy task turns out to be anything but that. Because you're dealing with thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of other people who also have the same idea every one of which is now fighting for survival. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a very disturbing premise, but not out of, the, out of the question. And the names of these two guys are Mark and um, Enrique, uh, spelled, uh, I guess, the actors that play these two characters are Jose Coronado, and I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's Q-U-I-M, Quim, Kim Gutierrez. I don't know Spanish. Portuguese, I know. Spanish, I do not know. But, <laughs> but in any case, this is a good movie. And the lesson that we take away from this movie, and I'm not going to reveal the ending. The ending is very, very poignant. It, it ends on a very positive note with the idea that we can rebuild civilization, even in the midst of all the ashes, if we just take the right approaches, we, we take the right selfless attitude towards solving the problem. Then we can do that. But the idea is that escape is a necessity. It's not optional. If you find yourself in a situation that's unbearable, that's unlivable, then you have a, a moral obligation to escape. You have to get out. You just have to. And that, I think, is the takeaway lesson from uh, Los Ultimos Dias, or The Last Days. Now, the next movie we're going to talk about is called The Way Back. The Way Back, and man, I love this movie. I really, really love this movie. I, again, this the, the combining of the themes of escape with the idea of a long journey, it's just such an appealing subject uh, 
to me. And this movie, The Way Back, it's a 2010 survival travel drama directed by Peter Weir. Peter Weir, W-E-I-R. And you may remember him. I had thought that he had stopped making movies, but this was a director, very, very great director. He's Australian, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, he made a lot of great movies back in the 80s. And you've uh, you've almost certainly heard of his movies. I think um, uh, movies like Gallipoli, The Year of Living Dangerously, Picnic at Hanging Rock, Mosquito Coast, um, Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, another fantastic movie. But he's been around forever. He's been making movies since the, the early 70s. And I'm glad that he's still out there doing work because we really need guys like this because this guy is an old school director. He knows how to make movies that appeal to our primal sense, primal senses. And this movie is no exception. It stars, it's got a great cast. It stars uh, Jim Sturgis, Ed Harris, who's always great with his volcanic temper in every any role that he, uh, he plays. Colin Farrell is in the movie as well. But the premise of this movie is, is great. It's basically about a bunch of guys who escape from one of Stalin's gulags in the Arctic Circle in Siberia or near Siberia. And these guys go on the longest trek that you can imagine. I, I guess it's about 4,000 miles. They cross... Mongolia, they cross the Gobi Desert, they cross uh, the Himalayas, and they finally get to uh, to India and to safety. Now, apparently this movie was supposedly based on a, a, a true life story. It's kind of an interesting, interesting history here. I'm, I, I did some research on this movie in preparation for this podcast, and supposedly there was a, a real life escape that, uh, that happened some, somewhere along somewhat similar to this. And, and the, there was a book published in 1956, there was a book called The Long Walk that was published. And this guy, uh, Rawitz, was the, the, the author's last name, Slavomir Rawitz. It sounds like a Polish name. I'm not sure exactly what his ethnicity was or what his background was. But supposedly this guy wrote a book back in the, in the 50s about an escape where he did the the same type of uh, trek he crossed through Mongolia and escaped to Nepal but what's really interesting is in in uh, in 2006 the BBC essentially debunked the story they found some records uh, left by the author which uh, seemed to indicate that this guy never actually did the the journey that he claimed to have done i guess the the basis for the story was taken from someone else's life. And then when they researched that even deeper, they found out that he really couldn't have, we really couldn't verify that he had, he himself had done it. However, however, there is anecdotal evidence, apparently. There is anecdotal evidence and there is strong circumstantial evidence to suggest that someone did this. Someone or some group of people did in fact make this escape. And in some ways, I find that very appealing, that we don't really know all the contours of the truth, where truth ends and where fiction begins. We think that someone may have done it. And maybe that's fitting, because 
anyone who escaped from one of Stalin's prison camps probably was worried that the, the NKVD would come looking for them <laughs> to the end of their days, and they probably didn't want to uh, reveal too much about their identities. Who knows? But this is a uh, a fantastic film in the in the old school storytelling tradition. It's it's very straightforward. You know, you have all those motifs that you have in a it's when it starts out in the prison camp. You've got the the prisoner who's the bullshitter who always talks a good game and never quite does anything. There's a character like that. There's the uh, sort of the rogue criminal played by Colin Farrell who turns out to have a lot of good traits. Uh, then there are just the average guys, the sort of the stalwart, uh, upright, uh, reliable average guy. There are the stragglers. But, you know, what's really appealing about a movie like this is just the idea of endurance. It's just the idea that you, if, if you hang in there long enough, if you keep going, if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, eventually the worm will turn for you. And I've dwelt on this theme many, many times in articles and in, in, in previous podcasts here at Fortress of the Mind. So this is a subject that you all know that is very close to my heart. And when I see it portrayed on screen, I just can't help but admire it that much more because it combines so much that's true about life with good storytelling. And... It's just a very uplifting feeling to see uh, people make it out of bad situations. And I said earlier that escape is a subset of travel. Escape is a subset of travel and discovery. So remember that. Try to look upon it in that way. You've got the the uh, the large category of escape and dis- of travel and discovery, and within that category, you've got the the subset of escape. But they're both rooted in the same impulse in some ways. They're both rooted in the same impulse, and that impulse is to break through barriers, to overcome obstacles, and to burst out from confinements. One of these types of travel, the escape mode, maybe has a greater imperative. It's The sense of urgency is greater because you're in a situation where your life is being threatened if you stay where you are. But the impulse is the same. The impulse is the same. So, in many ways, when we emphasize travel, when we when we talk about the need to travel, the need to explore, it's it, it really is something that springs from a fundamental desire in all people, and I think men especially, because we have that primal urge to seek out new vistas, new game to hunt, new lands to conquer, new places to see, new things to do, we have to scatter ourselves across this globe if we can in order to truly realize our own potential. And I think that's a good way to look at these two movies if you get a chance. Again, um, The Way Back, uh, which came out in 2010, and before that, The Last Days, which came out in 2013. So if you do get a chance, check out these movies and you will not uh, regret it. So that will conclude our podcast here at Fortress of the Mind. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.